Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. Happy holidays. Oh, sorry. It's over, kind of. Well, one, but it's like the start now. It's like the whole thing. I'm not ready. I feel very unprepared this year. For the holidays? Yeah. Mm. Like, I have to start shopping already. Oh, Ugh. I know. I know what I'm getting you, so. MBD. I don't know what I'm getting you. That's I'm fine. sorry. That's okay. I don't know what I'm getting anyone. <laughs> anyone. Is this the year everyone gets gift cards? I don't know. Oh. No, well, I'm, I'm not that person. No, you're, like, very creative. You're, like, an excellent gift giver, too. I will say. Thanks. I mean, my expectations are high now because you just exceeded them time and time again. But whatever, it's fine. If you want to give me a gift card or just like a like a starburst, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> giant um, one, giant starburst. Yes. Speaking of sugar, can I tell what I'm fangirling over? Yeah. Okay. So we had. I mean, I'm kind of fangirling over it. Too. Yeah. Well, because I forced you into it. We had a potluck at work. Very adorable. Everyone brought things, and someone I don't actually know who in the office brought. Loft House cookies, and we've talked about them before on the podcast. Yeah, they I, are the best. People hate them. What's wrong with you? Right. I refer to them as crack cookies because I do not think you can only have one. And so all the food's being set out at work, and then, like people brought like short ribs, and like I obviously brought rolls because I, I brought fruit, I, <laughs> which I bought, for which you. you had to buy for me. <laughs> because I've been mad. We can't be trusted. But so someone brought Loft House cookies, and of course seasonal pumpkin spice and immediately i was like i'm intrigued yeah because they're never they always taste the same the icing changes color per season yes they always taste the same sometimes there's like sparkles sometimes there's you know like different things happening on them the red white and blue ones yes delightful stars yeah but just the pumpkin spice i was like i don't know and just before anything i was like natalie we're splitting this cookie (laughs) yeah before lunch yeah before lunch and guess what guys blown away now, I think that, like, the pumpkin <laughs> spice revolution is, like, out of control. Like, I like pumpkin as much as the next person, but yeah. it's like, guys, slow your roll. Not Laugh House. Keep that roll going, guys. Like, speed up the roll. Year round, please. I want these all the time. And then we ended up splitting another one after. <laughs> yes. And we finished the, the, box. the box this morning. So today, Natalie, she uh, slacks me and goes, just ate the last Laugh House cookie. And I was like, oh, I ate the two before that. There were three <laughs> left this morning. So we ate them together. I'm we obsessed did it. with them. And I told you, I can't stop thinking about them. Like, I'm just like... <laughs> it's like you have a crush on a I cookie. I do. I have a crush on a cookie. I'm very into it right now. I think I might need to, like, go to the grocery store and bring them to my own holiday experience. But then I would just, like... Eat them all. Yeah. Forever. What are you feeling uh, curling over? I, you know, I love this song. <laughs> and it crept back into my life this morning. It's one of my favorite video music videos of all time. Mm-hmm. Also, Freedom 90 by George Michael. Like, sometimes I just forget about it, yeah. and I hear it, and I'm like, God, this is so good. Such a jam. Six and a half minutes long. So long. Could be 10, could uh-huh. be 15. I don't care. It's good. I'm going to make a bold suggestion. Yeah. As we've mentioned, also, we have a side piece podcast called The People vs. Ryan Murphy. They are going to be doing the assassination of Gianni Versace. Yes. I just feel like it's all the same time, like with the supermodels <gasps> and stuff. Do we just listen to Freedom 90 before we record like, every single okay, People so vs. Ryan Murphy? I'm having trouble processing this because <laughs> I knew this was about Versace, but it just hit me that there could be actresses playing supermodels. And I'm dying. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. All those ladies look good. They could probably they just play, play themselves. themselves. <laughs> Nothing's better than an early 90s supermodel. Nothing. 
zero zero things um wow i feel like that's a good now i just have it in my head yeah and I, it's, it's like jam i remember as a kid the upshot of linda evangelista like up her sweater my personal favorite oh my it's amazing and yeah. i remember watching it on mtv being like oh, this is ama- like this is scandalous but beautiful but great like and just being so overwhelmed by like that specific moment of the video oh r.i.p r.i.p mm. well with that happy note <laughs> with that happy note let's talk about the happiest place on earth so I sent you a message before we recorded and I was like I am pumped because I feel like this is going to be your magnum opus like this is your one true love you love Disney so much but not in like a weird creepo way there's there's a level that I stop at like I can't be that person where who goes every day like a couple times a month, sure. But if you go every day, who do people go? Every yes, day? people go every day. People have these Disney Instagram accounts, and they just they basically get paid for doing these Instagrams, and they just go and eat all the food. Sounds great, but I feel like it really takes magic out of it. Oh yeah, for sure. If you're seeing, if you like, start to know the people that work there, mm-hmm. like, oh hey Jim, I don't yeah. know, it's too much. I think. Um, but, but I feel unprepared actually for this episode. You do? I don't know. I mean, I love Disney. I know stuff about Disney. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't know. You're just really holding me up to a high standard that I don't know if I can <laughs> kind of like your holiday gift there. giving. Yeah. Is this going to be your gift card episode? You're putting so much pressure on me. <laughs> this is the beginning of the end. Look what you've done. No, no, I'm pumped. <laughs> okay. So, just a little background. Basically, if you were on television on ABC in the 90s, you went to Disney. You just did. Yeah. Everybody did. It was a thing. I don't know why. Do you know why? No, I don't. And I'm not even sure if this, like, if there's a desperation level for these, because it's almost a requirement from the Walt Disney Company that you have to go at some point. Well, and this was around the time when, like, ABC, Disney, you know, became one company. That, like, happened in the late 80s, early 90s, I believe. And so maybe they were just trying to, like, hey, you know what? We have a new advertising channel. It's called Our Television Shows. (laughs) Like, let's just just show everyone how great it is here. And it's... Genius. Oh, I mean, it, was it worked. It worked on me as a kid. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, the Family Matters episode we're going to talk about was very effective <laughs> for me. <laughs> In getting you to want to go there? Uh, it Just seeing Disney on your TV show is yeah. the best. The best. Okay, so shall we start chronologically, you think? Yeah. Like who went there first? Yeah. Oh, and it should be said, we did have to cut some. So should I go ahead and list what's not making yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Blossom. Yes. We already talked about her. Last week. Right. Boy Meets World. We mentioned this episode when we talked about Andrew Keegan. Yes. And uh, who else? Sabrina. Sabrina. Uh, We talked about Melissa Joan Hart. Um, However, I did secretly want to do this episode because they only go to Animal Kingdom. Mm, Interesting. Which I thought would be fun. But... But we ex-nated. Yeah. Uh, Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. We've talked a lot about... MJH lately. We can we can move on. Yeah, we need a break. <laughs> Your husband will hate it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so the first show in our series to go to Disney World was Full House. And they go in The House Meets the Mouse, one and two, in 1993. It's kind of early. Very early. Compared to the others. Yeah. So the family takes a trip to Disney World where they each encounter their own form of disaster. Danny cannot propose to Vicky without being interrupted. Jesse and Joey do a radio broadcast live from the bottom of a shark tank. Rebecca gets fed up with Jesse, who continues to spend all of his time away from the family. 
Michelle gets to be princess for a day and delights in torturing DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy. That description make it sound, makes it sound real dark. <laughs> you know, it wasn't the most fun for them. No. They didn't have a great time. No one. It was like a high-stress situation. Yeah. Um, okay, so my first note on this is, like, I just have a lot of questions about Please. how quickly this trip comes together. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they were just like, yeah, me too. Oh, I am also going. I just booked a flight. And they're all on the same flight? I don't understand. Um, really quick, do you think every vacation episode requires the shot where the plane takes off? Because, like, yeah. in every episode we've watched for this entire series, there's always, like, the plane. If there's not the plane taking off, we need a full scene within the plane. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so they all go, and the reason they're going to Disney in the first place is because Jesse and the Rippers are performing at Disney World. So, yeah, so he invites Becky yes. to go for their anniversary. The kids are going to stay home. JK, the entire family is going. Everybody. And Joey and Jesse are going to do their radio show inexplicably in the Shark Tank. I didn't really understand that at all. No. The purpose of that? It was not explained. Okay. Where Good. Do, where do they stay? <laughs> they stay at the Grand Floridian. And that's like... A fancy-ass place I've never stayed at. Yes, that's like the place, yeah. right? I mm-hmm. actually think a lot of these stayed there or maybe the big like Caribbean resort because they're all just very beige. Yeah, a lot very of Very boring. Mm-hmm. Except the Winslows. They mm-hmm. stay somewhere Thank else. Thank God. <laughs> Um, And so, as mentioned, they're all kind of, like, doing their own thing in the park. And DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy, and Michelle are all kind of together. And DJ believes that she keeps seeing Steve everywhere she goes. So, Aladdin came out in, what, 92? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, as you may know, Steve from Full House is also the voice of Aladdin. Yes. So, they make, like, a cute wink Mm -hmm. by having Steve be dressed up as Aladdin in DJ's kind of... Mirage. Hallucination. Yeah, yeah. She hallucinates him as other princes as well later yes. in the episode, but the Aladdin one is the only good one. Yes. And I mean he's great. I love I like yeah. I love everything little, about it. I know I loved that little like Easter egg being like, if you know what's up. Yeah. Um also that guy's now a comedy writer, just in case anyone wanted to know. And he's on Fuller House. Yeah. He probably is. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so The girls all get in line to rub a giant lamp, Mm -hmm. and Michelle cuts Stephanie because the middle child's always going to get cut, Yep, and the genie comes out. Michelle is declared princess for the day. Now, when you're declared anything at Disney, you just get a button and move on with your life. (laughs) But apparently, when you are declared princess for the day, you are a princess for the day and the entire park knows it yeah which was kind of creeped me out a little bit like it was like how do they get this message around how did they get this photo of her from a security camera (laughs) and put it on all the posters i know it was pretty intense but basically so she's princess for the day and she also gets three wishes like amazing yeah um even when it's your birthday at disney you get like a free marshmallow on a stick Like, you you don't get... Yeah, I did it once. Oh, I didn't know. I got it in a gift (laughs) shop. Was not expecting it. Complete surprise. Oh, did you cry? No. (laughs) I ate it, though. Um, So, yes, she is princess for the day. She gets her three wishes. She wants to cut in line, as you should want to do. Yeah. Um, But then she's just, like, kind of a real bee. The whole... (laughs) The whole rest of the... A real bee. The whole rest of the day. And, And poor Stephanie. She... I will say, great moper. One of the... 
like few times I've actually sympathized with Stephanie. Yeah, but she's normally I'm like suck it up. <laughs> but she's an excellent moper. Yeah, she's really moping around Disney. Like this episode did a real good job of making Disney seem not fun because no one's having fun. <laughs> like it's like very hectic and sort of like convoluted. And I was just like, wait, it's. There's other things other than the carousel. Like, why are we only yeah. on this carousel? This Disney episode really focused, I think, more on characters and the family. It didn't focus on where... They could have been anywhere. Correct. And all of these problems could have happened. That's a great Except point. Except maybe Princess for a Day. That's a really good point, actually. The, it's The level of Disney, although they are in the park the whole time, is very low. Like, it's yeah. not seemingly very fun. You're not seeing a lot of the rides or characters. You're I mean, seeing a ton of characters. You're seeing a ton of characters. I kept the character count. Love it. For every episode we watch. But they're like, they're not really interacting a ton, like, with the characters. Even when they have the tea party, everyone's just kind of sitting around a table. Yeah. <laughs> no one really says anything. It's weird. And then the dad is trying to propose. Mm-hmm. Danny. Yeah, Danny's trying to propose to Vicky, and Vicky somehow seems charming because she has a bird on her finger. I, which is very oh, an allusion to Snow White. Snow White, yeah. yeah. My thing about Danny proposing to Vicky, also Six's mom, if you listened to last week's episode, is that the girls are like, are you going to propose to Vicky? And he never says yes. And then all of a sudden they're at Disney and he's like, I'm going to propose to Vicky. And yeah. Like, Wait, what? And I'm, I was going to... I was confused, like, did Danny really want to propose to Vicky, or is he only doing it because they put the idea in his head? That was kind of my thing. And it's like, he didn't have a ring. Like, if this is what you want to do, like, you should want to do it. I don't know. It was very, (laughs) very, very confusing. Um, All in all, what are your just kind of, like, other stray thoughts or overall, like, sentiment about this episode? Okay, so wait. When he does propose to Vicky? Uh Uh-huh. It's during the fireworks. Yes. And also Jesse and the Rippers are performing. It's a lot happening at the castle. Yeah, what's Jesse and the Rippers like level of fame? That was my number one question because if he is famous enough to play Disney World uh-huh. at the castle stage, shouldn't he have his own house? <laughs> like he shouldn't be listen, living in the attic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Great point. <laughs> Excellent point. I kind of forgot that they lived in the attic, and then I was watching this There's episode. There's four like, oh of them. Four. Move out. Yeah, get your own house. Anyways, back to the fireworks. <laughs> Vicky notices a firework that's like, oh, my God, someone's proposing, and it's for her. Mm-hmm. And the firework lasts like 20 seconds in the sky. You mean that it reads out, yeah. like, Vicky, will you marry me? Yeah. I is, don't think is that's... Is that possible? I don't think so. Can it really spell out things like that, too? Not in such a block font (laughs) firework block font i don't think that's a thing no they took a lot of liberties here i will say um oh and at the beginning of this episode uncle joey like goes to like the animator studio Mm -hmm. and then becomes animated i did not understand yeah these episodes were a mess i'm just gonna say it oh yeah just right now i'm gonna say it well this was the first one i think so they didn't really know what they could do Mm -hmm. i wonder too i've actually thought about this a lot all of these shows are multi-cam shows, right? So all of these people and all of the actors are, like, very used to, like, their sound stages. They have their, like, multiple sets that they kind of work within. And now all of a sudden you're, like, out in the world and they're, fil- like, everything had to be filmed differently. Like, 
it must have been kind of a mess yeah. for all of these people, just like from and a logistics standpoint. And you're working standpoint. with fans surrounding you. Like yes. when they were in the parade for Princess for the Day, it was really like they really were waving at Full House fans. Yeah. They weren't pretending they were nobodies. Right. Totally. And it's like, how many times did they have to shoot that? Yeah. Like, is Disney redoing the parade like over and over or again? Or just following them the entire route? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I got to say, my desperation level on these episodes, high. Like an eight. They're high? They're high. I'd say like a six. Why? Because it's partially forced upon them. You mean like Disney was like, all right, now's your time to go. I just felt like, and I think maybe to your point of like they were the first ones to go. It just, it was a mess. Like there's so much stuff going on (laughs) and it doesn't look fun. Well, it's not going to get much better with the next show we're talking about. (laughs) All right, what do we got next? We're going to talk about Family Matters. We're going to Disney World Part 1 and 2, which came out in 1995. Okay. Two years later, Urkel wins a trip to Disney World to demonstrate his transformation chamber. He takes the entire Winslow family because his own family hates him. Mm -hmm. There, Steve changes into Stefan, Laura breaks the chamber, and Stefan later proposes to Laura. Very amazing. Mm -hmm. Eddie and Waldo run into a number of silly situations as they get lost on their way to Orlando. They were pointless. Meanwhile, Carl weighs a job offer in Orlando, and Myra arrives to stop Stefan from staying Stefan forever. And proposing. All right. All right. This one was in the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Never actually stayed there, but it's one of my favorites in it, all of Disney. It looked really cool, it's actually. super cool. It looks like an, an enormous cabin inside, and yeah. then you can also stay in, like, camping-like sites oh, off really? the main building. Like little yeah. bungalows, or, like, you can actually there camp? There are little, like, you can actually camp. There are tents and, like, campers. You can bring your own, whatever. Oh, cool. And then there are little, like, cabins with bunk beds and stuff. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's very charming. My initial thought in this opening was... Does anyone still own a hard, wheelless suitcase? Like, all of the suitcases when they travel, you know, it's like everyone now has, like, the spinnies or, like, yeah. with the wheels and you're pulling it. Everyone has, like, straight up, like, hard-sided suitcases. And I was like, no one travels like this anymore. I didn't even anymore. notice. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, no one noticed. No one travels like this anymore. I loved it. Um, I also wanted to know if Grandma's the best character. Yeah. Just she, hands down. She is the she's best. She's so sassy. And she's the whole reason that they go, because Carl's like, I don't want to go. She straight up lied to Lies. Carl by mm-hmm. saying that was her dad's, or his dad's dream before he died. On his deathbed. was that's, like he wanted to take you to Disney. That's a hardcore grandma. That's hardcore. Um, okay, so they get there. How much of the first episode is just Steve, like, dropping stuff? I mean, that's at least 60% of all Family Matters episodes, <laughs> so I don't know why you're questioning I always this. forget, like, how long it goes on, you know what I mean? It's like the initial drop, and then things get all messy, and then it's like a minute later, and we're still yeah. scattering things around. So he's in this contest mm-hmm. to showcase his transformation chamber yes. in the Innovations Building in Epcot. Yes, I love it. A lot of innovations, like, showcase yeah. throughout this, which is, like, sad because I think they're closing it. Um so they do this co- competition. Mm-hmm. One of the contestants is played by Squiggy. From Laverne and Shirley. From Laverne and Shirley, mm-hmm. which was the best. Yes, it was a delight. He was really angry. He's super angry. And Steve is like, hey, I'm going to turn into Stefan. He does it. I love Steve Stefan episodes. Yeah. They were my favorite growing up. And I never questioned this until this week. 
But how does changing your DNA in a chamber also change your outfit? Well, so I saw that you had this, and so I was paying extra attention. When he initially closes the chamber, you can see a hanger, like, with his Stefan clothes in there. yes. So smart, Steve. (laughs) So smart. But does he think, like, he just... With his DNA changed, he wouldn't dare be seen in suspenders? Or does his body shape change a little bit and he can't fit in the outfit? That was kind of my thing, too. It's like, if you know that these are, like, the cool Stefan clothes, like, why are you not just, like, wearing, wearing them as Yes. That was my my question about it. I was like, hmm, the logic here is yeah. still flawed. And if your DNA changes, wouldn't maybe you wouldn't be attracted to Laura the way Steve is. I, you would think. There's so many flaws. I want to write, like... analysis about Steve versus Stefan. Well, I'm really surprised that you haven't written any, like, Stefan or Quell uh, fan fiction. fiction. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Would you rather Steve or Stefan? So, or Mary, fuck, kill, Steve, Stefan, Urkel, bot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Stefan sucks. Yeah, but, like, I was never, like, attracted to Stefan. Let me clarify this. Okay. But as a kid, I was like, oh, he's cool now. <laughs> like, screw Steve. Laura needs to stay with Stefan. This is going to work out. I just feel like Stefan is so cheesy. He's always wearing a suit. Like, dude, it's not always business time. No. Like, relax. Also, you're, like, 18 or whatever. Like, chill. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, who is all he's these like suits? An, he goes from nerd to R&B superstar. <laughs> he totally does. He's, he's so smooth. He's like broke-ass baby face, like for yeah. sure. Um, I don't know. Steve is Steve, and he's so genuine, and he's the worst, but yeah. he's, he's himself, <laughs> and he's like true to himself. I just feel like Stefan That's what is, Myra loves about him. Yeah. Stefan is just manufactured, literally. I don't know. I, I can't know. handle it. Um, really quick, have we ever talked about how much I love the monorail? Mm, no. Have we talked about how I cried on the monorail? No, please tell. Okay, so the first time I went to Disney, my only reference to the monorail was the Simpsons monorail episode where it caught fire. Uh So I was straight up terrified of the monorail. Really? I thought it was just going to speed and we were all going to die. I just love that it's like this vestige of like the future. Like that's how Walt thought we were going to be transported. Why did they catch on? They're so nice. They're so lovely. It's so smooth. I don't know. They're quiet. It's it's like a a time to relax at Disney. I've just always really... Also, my dad... It's like a bonus ride. Yeah. My dad's like a train guy, not in like a collecting little trains, like actually working for the railroad. And so... I think that's just part of my DNA where I'm like, ooh, public transportation. Like, I like, yeah. love it. No, it's like, great. I would yeah. love a monorail in Los Angeles. Full time. Um, okay, so a lot is going on. Now, Steve is stuck as Stefan for three days. But they're going to have a blast for those three days. They're, you know, and Laura purposefully does this. She wants Stefan to stick around. And then they're just like having the best time at the park. They go to the sci-fi diner, which I've never actually eaten there. I was like, what is this? Is this still The vegetarian options were limited, so my dad ruined my opportunities to eat at the sci-fi diner. (laughs) Um, But it's like fake cars that you sit in, and then they like play some black and white movies. I loved it. Do you eat? Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. It's in Hollywood Studios. Huh. I feel like, wait, is it 1950s? Yeah. I've been there. There's another 50s diner, though, that's more like family. Hmm. Um, now I'm questioning which one I've been yeah, to. Yeah, there are two Because there's a sci-fi there. diner only that outside part? Because the where it's I've inside, been is inside. It's in the dark. Oh, then I haven't been there. Yeah. I've been to the other one. There's a lot of Hollywood studios in this. A lot yeah. of Tower of Terror. <laughs> yes. Which I hate. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I mean, I love the way it looks, but I hate personally writing. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of, like, weird shots of the actual fake, like, city scenes and stuff. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. are almost gone now. Really? Hollywood Studios is leaving. Mm. It's on its way out. That's upsetting. So it's kind of, a, it was like a weird time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird time capsule. So Stefan and Laura having the best time in these three days in the park. Um, not a lot of people in the park. That's what I was amazed yeah, in a lot of these episodes. Yeah, they must have gone during a downtime. Yeah, it seemed very, like, casual. And, you know, they're they're making out all over Disney, which felt a little They were dancing on a stage, I think, at Pleasure Island. How old do you have to be to go there? I thought it was, like, a strictly 21 and over adult thing. Me too. Apparently not. Um, and so what happens is Cinderella finds Laura, and she's like, you need to come How? with me. I don't know. You need to come with me. You need to, like, sit in my throne and Laura's like why am I sitting here like why am I dressed up yeah she's like dressed up like a princess and she's like your prince will come and then who comes down the way in his in his uh horse-drawn carriage but Stefan and walks up I did like the the trumpets when they're all like um and proposes to Laura I have vivid memories of watching this on tv really at my great grandma B's house would you want to get engaged at Disney No. It's because too many people get proposed to there. Like, in front of the castles, like, where everyone's getting engaged. If I'm going to get proposed to at Disney, I need someone to, like, scare me and break a ride. Like, I need something crazy to happen Uh that's, like, original. Yeah. Because it's just become very boring. Yeah. And I get it. Like, it's the happiest place on earth, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know. It's just too much. I also don't get when people go there for their honeymoon. Like, you want to relax yeah. after a wedding, mm-hmm. and you're just going, like, hardcore with all these families, yeah. like, walking for four days. You're getting, like, oh. 25,000 steps a day. Yeah. Like, ooh, too much. Um, my favorite part of the proposal scene is that there's a huge audience that has gathered to watch them. And then he slips their, like, glass slipper on Laura's foot and asks her to marry him. And the audience straight up gasps. Like, everyone's like, oh! Like, what do you think is happening? Here's the thing. <laughs> I hate... Disney engagements, I would also gasp <laughs> if I witnessed that. Maybe even cry. Who knows? Final question. How old is Laura? Why does everyone want to get married as a teen? I don't know. Like, she's not. She's definitely still a teenager. Yes. Like, what happened in the 90s where, like, getting married at 16 was, like, in vogue? Yeah. Meanwhile, Carl decides he wants to move to Orlando because he <laughs> loves Disney World. And that is a trick. Yeah. That ha- That's what happens when you're at Disney World. You think, I can move closer and just be, like, an hour away from Disney. Yeah. It's a trap. Don't do it. Yeah. Then if you're going to do that, move here. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only, like, 35 minutes from Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's an easy day trip. Yeah. It's the best. Um, so, while all of this shenanigans is happening, Eddie and Waldo are trying to get to Florida. It's the, Why were they in this episode? It's the dumbest storyline First of all, they spend four hours driving the wrong way because Waldo's dumb. They're driving to Canada. Yeah. And then they got to turn around. Their car gets stolen by some... By, like, a pretty hitchhiker. Oh, so and annoying. And then they show up during the ending credits in front of the Wilderness Lodge. So were they just there having a vacation while the rest of the family filmed? Hilarious. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. Also, just, like, no one seemed concerned that they weren't there. Like, they were there for many days, and there was not one mention of, like... I hope Eddie and Waldo are okay. Like, where are they? Because Eddie has made plenty of mistakes in his life, and mm. I think they, like, kind of cut some ties. 
guys. You know what was one mistake he's made? Mm. Uh, wearing socks with Birkenstocks. Because oh. that was what was happening on both <laughs> he and Waldo's feet. And I was repulsed. It was gross. So anyway, Stefan, Laura, get engaged. Myra. Myra. <laughs> Myra. Bless. R.I.P. <laughs> also. Really? Yeah, that actress passed away from cancer. What? Oh, I just got really sad. Yeah. I really um, liked Myra. She was, first of all, babe. Like, total babe. Yeah. And she likes Steve for who he was. And she's adorable. And so we see this scene, Myra, in the, it's in the, actually the two we continued, she pops out of bed as soon as Stefan and Laura get engaged and is like, oh, something's wrong with Steve. Her entire bedroom is like a straight up museum Where can of I Steve. get that Urkel nightgown? Or that Urkel wallpaper? Or that Urkel lampshade? Or like that Urkel bedspread? Literally everything. Even on her drapes, there were like tiny little like <laughs> sketches of Steve. Yeah. It was amazing. But she goes to stop this madness. Mm-hmm. And she goes and she's like, I want my Steve back. And Laura confesses. She feels bad. She does. After a while. She confesses that she sabotaged the machine and that although she's in love with Stefan, she doesn't want their love to be built on a lie. And so she encourages him to turn it back. And he does. Boo. Boo. And then Steve gets all like, if the most wonderful person in the world like, can't be trusted with this technology for the transformation, we can't release it to the masses because who knows what they're going to do with it. Yeah. And that's a good point. It is a good point. But also, like, Myra puts up with a lot. Because, like, even yeah. Steve, who, like, supposedly loves her, is still, like, macking on Laura all the time. And their neighbors. And their neighbors. And, like, Myra's kind of okay with it. I don't know. It seems weird. Yeah. She deserves I'd say better. the desperation level here is higher because it's during Stefan era. Mm. But it's funny because Family Matters continued for at least three, three more, more seasons, seasons post-transformation chamber. Yeah, this is season six. And they have at least nine seasons, I believe. Um, not enough Aunt Rachel in these episodes. Not enough little Richie either. No. The, Richie has a line. I don't even know if Aunt Rachel has a line. Like, she doesn't really even say anything. She's, I remember her being on the Tower of Terror saying something. But it, it wasn't memorable. Um, also, a lot of uh, a lot of characters. We see Donald and Goofy. We see Tigger, which I don't feel like we see really anywhere else. Um, my desperation level feels lower because it felt more fun to me. Um, like, I felt like everyone was, like, having a good time, especially Carl, who's, like, yeah. kind of a curmudge. And he was just, like, overcome by, the, like, Disney magic. Um, so I'm going to put it at, like, a 4 or 5. It really? feels, yeah, it felt—it just felt more fun to me. And here—okay. I have a confession. After watching these, I was really digging the Family Matters theme song. And That's right. I like needed I like had a moment where I was like, do I need to go back and revisit our second episode because I was like very dedicated to step by step. I still think Family Full House garbage theme song. Yeah, get out of here. But Family um, Matters is the best. It's really great. Like it felt very comfortable uh-huh. and like I was like, mm-hmm, this is When fine. I watched these episodes, I was standing up lip syncing to myself. <laughs> Um, okay, shall we move on? Speaking of... All right. Step by step. The following year. The following year. We're going to Disney World 1 and 2. Same title. Same titles. <laughs> Creative. Family Matters. I was like, what? 1996. So, Frank's mother comes to town and offers to take the whole family to Disney World for a week. JT tries to impress some girls by spending big. Mark tries to organize a Disney World record. The girls decide to enter a talent contest. Number one, Frank's mother, the, the family grandma, mm-hmm. takes them on this trip and straight up leaves as soon as they get there because she meets, like, this guy. But she's not around until the last 
scene of these two episodes. Yeah. She just like banging that old French dude. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to take you on this vacation. And again, <laughs> it was an anniversary and they didn't want to go. And then they ended up going for the family. Did you know that that's the mom from Lassie? No. Yeah. The, uh, their mother, Frank's mother, is played by the mom from Lassie. And immediately I was like, is this Jim Cleaver? No. Like, I was, like, going through all the, like, 50s TV shows. I was like, oh. And I, like, had to figure it You're out panicking. right away. I was. I was panicking. Um, you have a note here that says, never go to Disney in the first week of summer vacation. Yeah. They were like, well, next week's the first week of summer vacation. Why would anyone in their right mind plan a Disney trip? At this time of year. Yeah. Everyone's celebrating by going to Disney. Mm -hmm. It's also got to be real hot. You should never go during the summer. You should never go uh, close to the holidays either. So other question about the 90s. Were plane tickets very easy and cheap to get at the last minute? Obviously, yes. Because that seems to be happening a lot. Like, you know what? I got a whim. Let's let's go to Disney right now. Like, everyone, okay. You have a huge family. They, (laughs) yeah, they took their family and then... Several members outside of the family showed up. Mm-hmm. I don't even know these characters. I know. I had it. Wait, but you know JT's best friend. He's like okay, in yeah, every but episode. I didn't know his name. Yeah. And then the other guy, Flash, which becomes a very major storyline. It's the, like, the most important storyline. Yeah, so essentially Flash, who uh, works with Frank, um, decides that he needs to usurp the existing record holder, who is a... Russian Uzbeki, Uzbekistan coming coming in handy. They were like really against Russia being number one, though. Yeah, again, this is the nineties. So it's like still like communists. Um, but basically, he wants to set the record for going to every ride, every food stand, every uh, gift shop, and attraction at Disney in the shortest amount of time. That's insane. Like, how are you eating at 177 places? Like, what is happening? That seemed <laughs> outlandish to me. Um, but, again, a lot, lot of things going on. It's almost too much. Yeah, a lot of tension, a lot of fighting. Again, no one seems to be having fun at Disney in these episodes. Yeah. So the three girls have decided to, like, try out for a country music contest. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? So much. Well, to so yeah, JT and his friend. Yeah, JT Rich. and his friend are trying to charm two girls. Yes. One happens to be Joanna Garcia, who's just like the queen of the '90s and early 2000s. She was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? She's been in a lot of shows. She's been in everything. You would recognize her. Yeah. He. They tell these girls that he is a Disney, like the heir to the Disney family fortune and then proceeds to spend all of their money like whining and dining these girls at they Disney. said something about how they've been saving for a year and spent all of that money in two days and i was like welcome to disney world that's how it works <laughs> that's what you goes save on money here. to spend money yes um and like the whole time they're trying to like woo these girls so they can like presumably have sex with them um everyone on this show so horny so horny the parents the so parents horny. the parents there was one point where they said something about how, like, Peter Pan's flight is a makeout ride. And I was like, have you been on Peter Pan's flight? You can see everyone in totally. these other flying boats. Yeah. If if you were going to make out with someone, go to Honda Mansion. But even still, there's cameras and everyone, every cast member is watching you. Yeah. Like, you're never not being watched. Yes. It's when I think make out, I don't think Disney. Also, when I think real man, I don't think one of those guys that runs the jungle boat ride. Al, what's your problem? Totally. And then she like, like Max on her like flirts with that guy, and I was like, the skipper. Yes. Yes. No. Gross. (laughs) 
<laughs> Nobody flirts with a skipper? No. It, uh... This episode, definitely, definitely a mess. The one thing that I feel the most bad about is Mark. So Mark is, you know, the lovable dorky character. Christopher Castile? Yes. My fave. He basically sacrifices his entire trip to sit at, like, ride headquarters and, like, orchestrate Flash's attempt to break this record. My problem with this record-breaking thing is, much like the princess for a day, the whole park knew about it. Yes. And also, he and was like going... like, the local news. He was going from park to park in record time. Mm-hmm. Did that bother you? Yeah. It bothers me in a lot of them. Well, because at Disney World, where they are, like, there's some serious you distance. You have to travel. Yeah, you gotta, like, take a bus or, like, a tram or, like... Monorail. Monorail, yeah. I mean, even at California Adventure in Disneyland, the distance between... You gotta go all the way out to the front of the park and you gotta go, like, cross that large plaza. Like, there's a lot of time. If you're just even to go from the front of a park to the front of the other park, it's a lot. At Disney World, they had so much land that they were like, you know what? We're just gonna put that a mile over there. Like, that's what it feels yeah. like. And it just... And very, like, rocky undertones. Like, he's jumping a lot in front of the Epcot ball. Uh, like, I, w- I will say they showcased the attraction alien encounter, mm-hmm. which I hated. Why? It's terrifying. <laughs> I wrote it as a sixth grader, and I cried. But it's it was, like, pitch black, and there's an alien that's escaped, and you're... Like shoulders, shoulders strapped in, oh, yeah. and the you just feel like sensations, like like an Spitting. alien spits at you mm-hmm. and stuff. I hated it. Now yeah. it's like a stitch ride, and it's also awful, but for different reasons. Mm, okay, good, good note. Um, does Pleasure Island still exist? I don't think so. I mean, they don't call it Pleasure Island anymore. Yeah, it seems like strippery. Yeah, like it feels like that was a missed branding. Pleasure Island is not. Disney. Like, it sounds wrong. Yeah. Every time I'm like, uh, I don't know. Isn't that, is that what became, like, Downtown Disney? It's part... Pleasure Island was part of Downtown Disney. Okay. So Downtown Disney still has plenty of bars and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't think they have that title anymore. Gotcha. So all in all, just so many random things are happening. There's this country talent show. There's this... I mean, the country the- talent show, though, gave us a gem called Girls with Guitars. Yes. That I think is underappreciated. Would you like to play? Yes, please. Girls with guitars, daddy's little angel. Girls with guitars, what's the world coming to? Girls with guitars, mothers tend to worry about girls with guitars. What? Girls with guitars. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the whole song. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Karen's not a good singer. I don't know. Is that her goal in life? Yeah. It seemed to be. Well, remember, she was so dumb. A lot of dumb people on this show. Yeah, everyone's dumb and horny. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering if I should revisit the show because I I remember it, but something wasn't clicking with me. Maybe it's just the Disney episodes are off. Yeah. Again, I do think it might be a little bit of how they're filmed because you have all these people on a soundstage with an actual audience laughing at them Mm -hmm. and then you put them out in the wild and it's like they're sort of cheesy like kitschy type of acting like doesn't really resonate when you're like out and about and they do they feel different than the rest of their shows and they just kind of feel uncomfortable yeah and again no one's having fun at disney like what is going on this is like supposed to be the best time and everyone's kind of like I think I think our next episode they have some fun. But okay. it's just a pointless episode. Yes. Does that um, make sense? Yeah. So who do you want to talk about next? Um, 
Oh, do, do we want a desperation level real quick? Oh, yeah. Again, my desperation level high. Seven. Seven. Sure. Real high. Okay. Roseanne. Okay. Found two titles for this. One, Disney World War 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Or, We're Going to Disney World Part 1 and 2. What? I really hope it's not We're Going to Disney World. Yeah, because this was the same year, right? 1996. 1996. Step by step. So, the Connor family decides to throw caution to the wind by spending Dan's last paycheck. How much is he making? Yeah. From the garage on a vacation to Disney World. So, this is a two-parter. The first half is them, like, preparing for this trip you told they, me not to watch it yeah they don't make it. it there until episode two mm-hmm. yeah you just told me straight up not to watch it i skimmed I through it and i was like they're on the plane at the end of the first one we don't need this <laughs> um but like again everyone goes like yeah grandma like like everyone goes and this is becky too is part of these yes, episodes becky too. yes but mark goes david goes darlene goes like literally everyone they're eating room service like those eggs are like $30 it really bothered me how they were I always think Roseanne is smarter than what they act like sometimes yeah like they were acting like they've never been in a hotel before right granted I think this was the Grand Floridian again because it's very nice very nice Uh um but they had like breakfast delivered they were getting food out of the mini bar you're at Disney World yeah go have a character breakfast (laughs) go have a churro like Go have a churro. The mini bar is a waste of time at Disney World. Totally. Even eating in your room. Like, they were just fascinated by the hotel room, the phones in the toilet, in the toilet, mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And Aunt Jackie comes in and opens the blinds and talks about the, the view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she, like, starts talking about Walt's vision and it's really funny. Incredible. And it's all man-made. <laughs> I was reading about this. You know, this used to all be orange groves. But that's not what one Mr. Walt Disney saw. He saw that lake. He saw that castle. He saw that ample parking with convenient shuttle service. And he set out to make that dream. It's Mickey Mouse! It's just... I don't know. It felt weird. Like, go to Disney World already. Right, yeah. We've already spent 30 minutes getting there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so again, my only note for this episode is that I don't feel like anything happens. Like, they go to Disney. All Dan wants to do is drink. So he immediately just, like, runs to Epcot. I hate those people that go to Disney World and only want to drink. It's It's gross. It's not a great place to drink. Well... The people that do drink, like, drinking around the world in Epcot, yeah. like, you're just going to get sick or be annoying. So annoying. Like, have respect for the families that have paid thousands of dollars to have vacation there, and then you're just going to, like, act like an asshole. Did you have some drunk asshole ruin one of your family vacations? No, I just see a lot of people. Yeah. They do like, do, like, like a wine festival, though. There's, like, a they Disney wine festival. They do a food and festival. wine festival. The Which food is great. Yeah, that seems cool. Um, but Dan, yeah, he literally... My first thought is, like, he's running to Epcot. I'm like, I don't feel like Dan runs a lot. <laughs> like, how many times did they have to shoot like, this? He also, like, kind of made fun of Moroccan culture in Epcot. Oh, uh-huh. Definitely. Like, the, a band was playing, and he was like, can you play this song? And, like, made some mean noises, and then the band, like, played that yeah, noise. because he was hammered. Um, and my other story comment was that I forgot how whipped David was. Like, he's, like, oh, yeah. such a sad sack. Like, whatever Darlene wanted to do, and all Darlene wanted to do was sit on a bench at Disney. Yep. Until, Until she met the love of her life, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. 
this is the only redeeming factor of this episode. It for breaks me. Darlene. It breaks Darlene, and it honestly, it, like, it breaks the show because again, like, no one's having the best time. It seems like, like. Dan's having a great time because he's drunk. No, I think everyone's having a good time. I don't feel like Mark's having a good time because he thinks Becky keeps getting hit okay. on by all the characters. But Becky's having a good time. Becky, DJ's having him. a good time. Yes. David's having a good time when he's not near Darlene. Mm-hmm. Roseanne's having a good time. And Jackie's having a great time. Those babies are there. Those babies are there. Yeah. Grandma's singing. I forgot about Grandma's yeah. singing. Um, and but, then they get on Thunder Mountain. Yeah. And have the best time. Mm-hmm. But so Darlene meets Winnie the Pooh. And she is, you know, her curmudgeonly self. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, but you're the first book that I remember reading and that I loved. And and all of a sudden she's like, you're my favorite. And she, like, gives Winnie the Pooh a huge, very effusive hug. And then they kind of hang out all day, which is some, which is something I noticed about all of these, mm-hmm. is that the characters have so much freedom. Right. They just can hang out with anyone. Also, where were their handlers? All the characters they don't have, have any. Yeah. And all characters have handlers, right? Yeah. yeah you have to have an assistant. Trust no see. one. <laughs> one, trust no one. Two, you can't see. <laughs> so, like, how are you getting anywhere? Um, but it's it's a it's a charming episode, I think. Nothing really happens. It doesn't do anything. I give it a five because it's, like, relaxed. Yeah, it's very relaxed. I do like the kind of uh, French accent that Roseanne does when they're in Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. I will say, Epcot is my love like, I love Epcot, which makes sense because it's, like, the nerdiest. And, of like, of course, I would love yeah. it as a kid. Um, and also Norway, which is now frozen, like, had it its own ride. used to be ride. the trolls. Yes, used to be the trolls. And, like, my family's Norwegian. It felt real great. Um, my desperation level for this is also a five because it's just, it's, like, we didn't need it. Yeah. But I'll take it. You'll take it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, it doesn't do a lot for the show overall, you know? No. Okay, I feel like we've kind of been shitting on some of these Disney episodes. But they make me so happy. Right. But this next episode is, I think, my favorite episode of this show. Oh, why? Okay. I just, I think it's great. So, we're going to take, we're going to jump into the future a little bit. Only a couple years ago. Modern Family goes to Disneyland in 2012. So... When the family travels to Disneyland, Phil struggles to keep up with Luke. Claire is stunned when they run into Dylan. Cam and Mitch must curb Lily's new penchant for running. Had you seen this episode? Yes. This is one of the few Modern Family episodes I've actually seen. I obviously heard it was in Disney and took time to watch it. Is this the only one that's in Disneyland? It might be. I feel like maybe Blossom. I don't know. I feel like someone else goes to Disneyland. Okay. It was always confusing to me that, like, Full House went all the way to Disney World because it's like, you're in San Francisco. It's much more logical to go to Disneyland. Here's the thing. No one loves Disney as much as John Stamos. Yes. And when he has an opportunity to go to World, he's going to World. He's he's going to World. He got engaged at Disneyland, (sighs) right? He did because he's a dreamboat. (laughs) But he did it in a really cool private money way. Well, yeah. I mean, so he's got money. Yeah. Um, okay, so essentially there are a lot of storylines also going on in this Modern Family episode. But Phil is very excited that Luke is now tall enough to go on all of the kind of like big kid rides. He's been waiting for this. Um, Claire is trying to set Haley up with somebody new. So she like brings along some random nephew of some friend who's like a nerd, kind of like nice boy who's different than he's Dylan. He's not even a nerd. No. I didn't really get that. Yeah. 
Cam and Mitch, Lily has started running. She's a runner, so they get her a leash, basically. Um, and then Gloria has refused to wear comfortable shoes and is wearing, like, straight-up Louboutins at Disney. They're, like, six inches tall. I've I've seen so many moms wear more, like, wedges. Yeah. And still, how do they do it? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's quite remarkable, actually. But she refuses to say that they're uncomfortable. All of these things are happening at the same time. And... Like I said, this is one of my favorite episodes of Modern Family because there's a lot of heart. It showcases Disneyland very well. I I was gonna say it's the most like realistic yes. portrayal of like a family going to Disneyland, but mm-hmm. especially like Southern California family going because it's very casual. Yes. Um, yeah, it's very casual and it just seems like something that you would do as opposed to it being like this huge freaking event, like Well that's Disneyland versus Disney World in yes. a nutshell. Pretty much, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I wonder how many people are coming to Disneyland for, like, a week. Nobody. Nobody, because you just can't. I mean, there's like, only the You're going to do the same things after a while. Yeah. Unless you're having pool days. I don't know. Mm, true. Or you're going to, like, Legoland for a minute. Um, so the thing that I really like about this the most is actually Jay's storyline. So what we learn is that Jay and his first wife, Dee Dee, were supposed to take Cam and Mitch to Disneyland. He and his wife get in this huge fight. She decides not to go to Disneyland. Like, what a bitch mom move. Like, you're not going to, like, get it together for your kids. You're just going to be like, all right, fine, you take the kids. And ultimately, through their experience together at Disneyland for the first time, he decides that he, like, values his family and he's going to try and, like, make it work and, like, keep them all together, which I just Mm -hmm. think is, like, super sweet. And then he says, you know, ultimately he stays with his wife until they get the kids are grown. And then he feels like that good karma has repaid him in in the fact that, like, Sophia Vergata is now his wife. And the way he explains it is so great. It's very sweet, yes. I remember I was on Pirates of the Caribbean, and this whole fight with Dee Dee was really eating at me. And there was this angry animatronic wench with a rolling pin chasing some poor pirate around. They were on a track, running in circles, so he could never get away from her. And I remember thinking, I can't save you, buddy. But I'm getting off this ride. Um, and I also just love how uh, Jay buys Gloria the slippers because she's finally like, I just can't stand to, like, you're being annoying, but I also can't stand to see you in pain. He buys her the slippers. They're Minnie amazing. Mouse slippers. Yep. And then to prevent Lily from being a runner, he buys her baby girl high heels. <laughs> and just like everything works for me. It's super fun. Um, I loved the mention of the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yeah, it, it upset me Ooh. that the slippers were purchased there because I'm pretty sure they only sell like little girl princess stuff. Mm. So inaccurate. Well, Bippity Boppity Boutique, that's where you can go and like get your hair yeah, did. Yeah, it's like the whole shebang. Yeah, and it's like not cheap, no. right? I also love this episode showcases the Dapper Dans, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a like barbershop quartet on Main Street. Yes. They wear like candy stripe vests mm-hmm. and hats. Yeah. It's like very elite, right? To yeah. like be a Dapper Dan, it's like very, very hard mm-hmm. to become one. So the fact that Dylan was just like all of a sudden a Dapper Dan was kind of ridiculous, but I feel like... I mean, he was working in secret. <laughs> But only if you, like, know Disney, <laughs> that would bother you, yeah. I guess. I also thought the show kind of pushed the boundaries with Disney jokes. Like, like how much can we get away with? Because mm-hmm. they made a joke about, like, why they don't want to go because fat people on scooters, mm-hmm. which is, like, that and strollers, number one enemy at Disney. But yep. it's kind of like, as Disney, are you allowed to say that? I don't know. And then 
um, the boyfriend under the Little John costume. Mm. So they're very, like, tight about their costumes. If you remove a head or do anything, you're fired immediately on the spot. So having Dylan talk under a Little John costume, I found very interesting. Like, like how did Disney and ABC feel about that? Right. Because if a kid saw it, it's, like, ruining their magic. Totally. Um, I will also say there's a stray joke in this episode that has always, like, stopped me. So Jay, when he buys Lily, the little girl, high heels, he's like, oh, she's got some good gams for a three-year-old. And I'm like, ew, not necessary. <laughs> like, why are we commenting on, like, a toddler's legs? Like, no, don't need it. Every single time it I see that It didn't bother me because I was thinking more, I guess, I wasn't thinking about gams. But to <laughs> me, it felt more like she's got a good walk on her with oh. those, those little heels already for just getting them. That's funny. All right. I get it. Yeah. But like I've seen this episode probably 10 times because I feel like they like to syndicate this episode. Like it's in reruns a lot. And I'm Which is funny thinking. because we couldn't find it to watch anywhere. We have to watch it on Daily Motion backwards. <laughs> yes. It was reversed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of desperation level. I'm going to say this is a zero. And the reason why is because it comes early in Modern Family, like in the seasons. I think it's season three. Two, they live in Los Angeles. So it's like a very logical thing for them as a family to go. It just feels like something that you would do. And it's not this like overproduced, like big production of things. It's just like, oh, it's a Tuesday. Like, let's take the family to Disney. I'm going to give this a three, hmm. just because I still think Disney's pushing them to do it. Well, yeah. So um, <laughs> little No one gets a zero this week. That's true. Um, okay, so we have one left. The most recent, to my knowledge, has there been any in the past year? I don't think so. I don't think so. Early confession. This is the first episode of the show I've ever watched. <gasps> Did you love it? I loved it. Are you going to watch more? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch this weekly, but when I watch it, I'm like, I like this show. It's uh-huh. good. So, Blackish, VIP, 2016, they go to Disney World. This one's very special for me because I was in Disney World when this aired. Okay. So, it was like September last year. Yep. Um, I had an off day, which means we took a break from the park. Because you were there like for a week. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did a week. And so, I was actually in the hotel room with the TV on, like, ready to watch this. I had a Mickey shortbread cookie in bed with me. <laughs> so meta. I was having a time. <laughs> So, Dre decides to take the family on a first-class vacation to Walt Disney World. While Dre and the kids get VIP treatment, Bo, Pops, and Ruby set off on their own Disney adventure. Okay, VIP treatment. Get down to the very important business of being very important people. My kids, they started off slow. Excuse us. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't mind us. We're with the guide. We're with Cody. What are you apologizing for? You VIP boy, own this. But eventually, they started to get the hang of it. Don't hate. VIP coming through. It's natural to feel jealous. Hey, we'll let you know how it is. Don't make eye contact with me. Oh, my God. Whose kids are those? They're mine. What, What did you think about it? I didn't feel like it was that VIP. Me neither, but I also wondered how much VIP is. That was my first because thought, Because I've, I've taken, like, a tour before, uh-huh. but I've never done anything exclusive because okay. that just sounds too expensive. Right. Uh-huh. It's only—this thing they did was only two ninety nine per person for okay. seven hours. Okay. That doesn't sound too bad. No. Especially if it's, like, just you or, like, yeah. you and another person or and whatever. And it also explained a lot because I couldn't understand why they were all over the place mm-hmm. in, like, one day. Yeah. It, it was, like, very much hopper pass, like, park to park to park. Yeah. 
So I have the ultimate day of Thrills VIP tour. <laughs> you start it at the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and you do Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Whoa. You get a lunch at a quick service restaurant, which is fast food. Uh-huh. And then you move on to Epcot, where you ride Soren. Then you move to Hollywood Studios and ride Toy Story Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, and Star Tours. Okay. That's your seven hours. Why isn't Everest on that list? <sighs> Why don't they go to Animal Kingdom at all? But they do. We do see them they go to do, Animal Kingdom. They do, but it's not when they um, have a VIP guide because no. they're upset in line. It's the, just the kids in line. But I thought when, they, when the little girl loses her glasses. That's on the Seven Doors Mine Train. Oh. I thought they were, like, looking at animals. No. Really? You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I just know. As someone who's been on the ride, I think I know. <laughs> I just, I obviously didn't know what was happening. Um, I I would do it, I think. I think I would, too. If I'm spending already, spending hundreds of dollars, why not? Yeah. I mean, just so you don't have to, like, wait in line for those fast passes. Like, I, Okay, take that back. I would only do it. If I was going during a busy time of year. Mm, okay. So I once did the thing at Universal where you pay more to like get front of the line one time for each ride. Mm-hmm. Greatest money I've ever spent in my life. Like it was totally worth it. Even just for like the back studio went, tour, totally I worth it. I went to Universal for Horror Nights. Granted, not everything was open, mm-hmm. but there was hardly a wait for anything. Really? I don't feel like people go to Universal. Uh, well, maybe it was at night because, like, during maybe. on the weekend, we went on the weekend, it was jam packed. Yeah, that sounds so right. So I did have, like, a personal connection to this episode. Um, so Bo is pregnant when they go. And you cannot ride anything when you are pregnant because that's right. we went. That's actually where I told you that I was pregnant because we went to Disney and I was like, newsflash, there are like 27 rides I can't ride. And I was like, bye, girl. I know. Thank God we went with other people because otherwise it would have been like the saddest Disney trip for both <laughs> you and me. Um, but it, some of them feel like very justified that you can't ride them when you're when you are pregnant. Yeah. Others, I'm like, mm, like what? I, feel like, mm. I mean, obviously, I. I don't know. I don't remember. But nothing felt like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going upside down on the roller coaster or anything like that. Like, right. they're obviously being extra cautious, which I get and appreciate. Um, but I was just like, girl, I feel you. Like, I felt like my Disney experience, and especially if you're going to Disney World, like, that's just even more magnified. Like, we just went to Disneyland. And I was like, right, right it's one day. Like, I can handle it. But if it's like your seven days vacation and you cannot do anything, like, I don't know how people do it. I see people at Disneyland that are about to pop. They're mm-hmm. nine months pregnant miserable i don't know why you're here go home no that sounds like the worst experience also i see people with like four week old babies go home yeah no that or baby should get a be babysitter there. i don't know what to do <laughs> but it scares me this is not the place for you right now um i really appreciated though how the johnsons were like initially very humble about their vip experience yes and then all of a sudden we're like get out the way like they owned it <laughs> yes and I also really like how Bo and the grandparents kind of wanted to leave, but they kept getting, like, tricked by the magic, mm-hmm. and they got sucked right back in every time. So I will say that was how Eric's first experience was when we went to Disney. So I grew up going to Disney, either, like, Disneyland or Disney Same. World. And, you know, I think it is a little bit of, like, being an only child. You kind of, like, dictated the vacation schedule for your family. But my parents also really like Disney. Like, there's a lot going on there. Eric had never been. The first time we went to Disney, he was kind of like, I get it, but he like wasn't loving it. 
until we saw Mickey. And he lost his goddamn mind. Like, he... I don't know what happened. It's like, it takes you over. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's what happened here, where you, all of a sudden, like, Bo and Pops were just, like, trying to still hate on it, or just, like, trying to leave, and then all of a sudden are, like, covered in Disney swag. And the then they're singing Be Our Guest in the parade. Yes, and, like, the next thing you know, you've spent, like, a thousand dollars, and you, like, have a migraine headache from the ears that you're wearing, but you're, like, having the best time. Like Yeah, your feet are just throbbing in pain <laughs> from walking for four days, but you're still loving it. But it's lovely. Um, what I've noticed about both Blackish and Modern Family, the newer ones, they mm-hmm. focus more on the rides, and there are no characters, really. Like, Blackish, there were... Absolutely zero characters. That's very strange. Do you think, though, because when you go to Disney, it is not always easy to see the characters. Like, it's not like... You kind of have to seek them out. You do. I'd say Disneyland, they're more accessible. You, you would. Uh, but Disney World, they kind of keep them in little nooks. Yeah, and so I wonder I wonder if that is new. Like, I wonder if they've kind of pulled back on the characters a little bit. I think time has just changed a little, and with Disney World having better rides, like, they showed Everest, like, five times. I thought I was watching a vacation DVD <laughs> that I would get free in the mail. Uh-huh. Um, but I just think they have more to offer now to, like, all ages. Oh, interesting. And Black is just kind of focusing on older kids mm-hmm. and families. That's true. You're not going to, like, be giving you know, Donald a hug. Yeah. You're like 18 years old. Um, that's very interesting. I will say, I have no real context for the, the show. What I do know about Blackish is that, you know, they're very groundbreaking, just even in like the topics that they discuss and things like that. You know, I haven't watched a ton of the of the shows. But I felt like the desperation level was very low. I oh, thought it was like one. One. Two. It was super fun. And I liked, you know, that Dre wanted to, like, give his kids this Disney trip because he felt like his Disney trip was, like, shitty as a little kid. It somehow made me cry at the end. I don't know. <laughs> I love Disney, guys. What do you love about it? It's just so fun. You get to be a kid again. Mm-hmm. The food is great. The rides are fun. You get to great people watching. Great it's people watching. It's an experience. It's an experience. what I'm going to say. Do you think everybody needs to do both Disneyland and Disney World? I think it depends on the type of person you are, if you should go like to which one you should go to or b- if you should go to both. Right. Do you have a favorite Disney movie? <sighs> Pocahontas. Huh. I feel like that's controversial. Just I don't think that that's... I mean, the story is not historically accurate. No, I mean, that's not, what you mean. Not the movie itself being controversial. I just feel like not a lot of people, that would be like what they would say. Pocahontas is my number one princess. Mm. I also love a goofy movie. You Aladdin. Do. I love Aladdin. Uh, what else? Aladdin's mine because it's so funny and the songs are great. I love it. I like Aristocats. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you I just like want me to start naming all of the Disney movies? <laughs> Should we name all the movies? The Parent we've Trap, seen? both Haley Mills and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Should we just name all the movies we've seen? Basically, is <laughs> basically what we're doing right now. Like Lilo and Stitch, underappreciated. I love Lilo and Stitch. I liked Atlanta before Christmas. Atlantis. Did you watch it? Mm, I don't know if you've seen that one. I liked it. It was fun. Emperor's New Groove. Ooh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can stop now. So, what? here's a good question. Okay. What show, either on right now or not on, do you wish went to Disney? Do I wish yeah. went to Disney? Does it have to be ABC? No, it can be uh, anything. Okay. I think I'd like to see... This is a surprising answer for me because it's not a show I watch regularly. Okay. I would like to see Brooklyn Nine-Nine go to Disney. I'm, I, I'm on board with that. I think that the cast would be great there. Super, super fun. I'm also going to call it back to last week. I want Master of None to go to Disney just because yes. I want to see Aziz and Eric Wareheim just bouncing around Epcot. 
Yeah, like that would be joyous. That's that's the, my only criticism is that like there wasn't enough joy in these episodes. There was too much like confusion and too many storylines. I yeah, there's confusion and the families are arguing. I will say Disney can bring out the worst in you, mm-hmm. which would be a fun thing to do, but they never do it the right way. Right, like dark Disney. Not dark Disney, but like someone who truly just doesn't like it and is there. I mean, it's kind of like Darlene, but she, like, 360s and yeah. ends up loving it. Right. Um, yeah, it it can go both ways, for sure. And you always, like, see both families at, at the park when you're there, and you're yeah. like, Ugh. And you see those kids, like, getting yelled at by their parents for something, and you're, just, like, slowly backing away. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we'll say, though, only recommendation when it comes to Disney, get a churro, guys. Get a churro. It's... It's the best churro it's you've my, ever had. It's become my number one Disney snack. I know. Like, must have. We bonded over that, too. I was like, well, I got to get a churro. Um, okay, guys. So, Disney is done. Does it make you want to go right now? I'm going next Wednesday, oh. so, <laughs> so the it's answer fine. Is, the answer is yes. You have been there a lot in the last couple of weeks. I have, because I upgraded my annual pass, Ooh. and I can now go on Sundays. Hey, money. Hello. Um, so we have one more episode left in our series. We're flying back home. We are. We're going to stay local. We're going to talk a little L.A., a little Hollywood. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we need we need... We've racked up enough yeah. frequent flyer miles. We um, need to stay local. If you guys want to share your Disney memories with us, please, please email us mm-hmm. at hellofangirls at gmail.com. We'll probably post some throwback Disney stuff on our Instagram at Fangirl Fridays Podcast, Twitter, FGF Podcast, Facebook. Yeah, the whole thing. And as always, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review. We yeah. love that. Mention Disney. We'll, we'll love you even more. <laughs> um, so until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track the shows you love and react to your favorite television moments.